Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Uh, man, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, feeling pretty good. A lot of good things are happening. How about you? Uh, for the most part, same. Um, I figured out a good method uh, to uh, making more money with DoorDash, so it's it's been working out very well in that regard. Uh, more money is always a good thing. Well, they, they changed a, um, I don't know, a mechanic, if you will. Where instead of being able to dash whenever you want, like you do with Uber or other, you know, uh, public services like that, you have to schedule it. Um, but if you're a quote unquote top dasher, which is required that you have a user rating of seven point or sorry, 4.7 or higher, and the max you can get is five, um, you have to do at least 95% completion rate, which basically means pick up the fucking food and take it to the person's house. Um, Uh which I don't know how anyone would have less than a hundred percent on that, but here we are. And, uh, you have to do at least a hundred deliveries in a month. We might easily do way over that. Um, yeah. So for, for September, I'm sorry, for August, we met all those requirements. We are at 4.74. We were, uh, we did 163 orders and we were, um, hundred percent on our completion rate. Uh, for some fucking stupid reason, and this is one of my biggest worries about this kind of service, is like, and, and I'm letting everyone know who's listening to this podcast. If you do DoorDash or Grubhub or or Uber Eats or Postmates, rate the driver or the deliverer and the food separately, please. Because I think a lot of times people will give me negative stars because the food isn't to their liking. Like, I didn't have any, I didn't have any pull or take into that food. Um, all I can do is check if it's all there and then make sure it's warm when it gets to you by putting it in a hot bag. That's all I can do. Um, you know, communicate when things, you know, go wrong or whatever. That's my job. My job is not to make the food. So if it's bad or not, you know, like, oh, you asked for this on the side and it's not quite on the side or, or some to that effect, like not my, not my fault. Yeah. Not the driver's fault. So keep that in mind when you're rating, uh, because I'm pretty sure that I got a negative, like, I got, like, a one star, because the person asked for extra salsa on the side. I went back into the store and asked for an extra thing of salsa, and they said, oh, we saw that on there, and uh, we put it in the bag. And I went, okay, cool. But I'm pretty sure that they didn't, because I got negative, uh. I got a negative rating. Which I was like, I don't know how I did, because I was polite, delivered it on time. Anyway, it's a hassle. Like, I go out of my way to make sure the cold food is out of the bag when I put the hot food in the bag, even if they put the cold food on top of the hot food in the same, like, carryout bag. Yeah. Like, I do extra steps to make sure my rating's up, and I swear to God, some people still give me negative score when... Or not negative score, but, you know, less than five when things don't go quite their way or whatever. It's annoying. Um, I mean, heaven forbid somebody out there with an app 
would ever give you less than perfection if they were upset over the <laughs> most minuscule little thing. I just don't believe that humanity would stoop to that level, Greg. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. is Like I said, we were at a 4.74 for a while. And then for some reason at the beginning of the month, we went down to a 7 or 4.72. And I was like, okay, that's fine. We're still above a 4.7. That's That's fine. And then that situation with the salsa brought us down to a 4.67. And I'm like, motherfucker, I need to get this back up before the end of the month so that way I can go back to my dash whenever the fuck I want status. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yesterday I checked it. We're at a 4.71. <laughs> so somebody gave us five stars. Uh, now my goal good, is to make good. sure we keep that by the end of the month, so that way we can do the, the, the dash whenever. Now here's the, here's the positive part to this, like because I hated it at first, but as somebody had pointed out to me, this is going to weed out all the bad door dashers. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if you're also having to work during the busiest times in your area, just means you're going to make more money. Right. It's a, it's a good thing, ultimately. So I'm I'm okay with it. But uh, um, uh, yeah. So that was that's why I was saying it's good. Plus, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands Three, and I'm having a fucking ton of fun with that. Outstanding. Um, it was really funny because uh, we were trying to choose all my friends and I that are playing. And we're trying to choose who we're going to play, and uh, I was originally going to pick Flack, the the Beastmaster, uh. But I ended up going with um, Moe's, the gunner, uh, just because I was like, oh, she has a giant mech. That's rad. And then as I kept playing her, I kept changing the the uh, my like loadout and stuff, like what, what my perks were and shit like that, because I was like, she has such versatile range with what she can do. Because you have like, you can put a flamethrower... Um, like a, I call it the barfer, because it looks like green barf, but it's uh, it's just like radiation being poured out of the fucking thing you can put a fire beam or a, or a um, electrical beam you can do a claw that has fire or or uh ice uh you can put a claw on both hands you can put two different weapons in your hand you can eventually get missiles that do both homing and a uh an atomic bomb uh you can just have turrets like there's a there's a shit ton of stuff you can put on her mech and um so many different combinations too so I was messing with all of it, like playing around with it, and I've spent a ton of money on respecking just because I've played with it so much. And yeah. I and I currently at this point, my Moe's character, the 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 person who runs around on the ground, is significantly stronger than my mech. Significantly stronger. But I don't want to not use the mech. So now what I do is when I when I have it, I hop into it, hold down B, jump out of it, it stays in place and is basically like an automated turret that just shoots enemies. Oh, very cool. Yeah, with its with its most powerful weapons that it can have. Um, and then it also, like, when an enemy's close, it'll dash at them and explode on them. Um, oh. But but I've also specced out everything to where I, I get my mech back really fast. So by the time the mech dashes at somebody and explodes, I already have it back and can just spawn it again. That's pretty cool. And so it, there's not a long cooldown period for it at this point. At this point, no. And and that's that's what's also really cool is that um, the 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 spec that I have, like 
like almost quadruples my my shield. So I have a huge amount of shield over everybody else, and I found a uh, um a shield thing because you know Borderlands you can grab a shield. I found one that basically like if my shield breaks, it immediately refills. So even though I have twenty one thousand shield, I technically have forty two thousand shield. It's awesome. It's that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Um. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> needless to say. Uh. But yeah. Um. So if you guys are new to the podcast, um, this is a hell of a one to start out on. But what Josh and I do here usually is we talk about two shows in their entirety on a Netflix, Amazon Prime sort of thing, an internet streaming platform. Uh, we give our thoughts and impressions and then give a grade at the end. Um, as a matter of fact, next week, we're going to be talking about um, Disenchantment Season 2 and the uh, original film Between Two Ferns, which is based off of the funnier die sketches with Zach Galifianakis. Not even based on it, just it's a movie of that. Um, I've already watched both, by the way. I've watched Disenchantment. I haven't watched the movie yet. Um, but uh, it's going to be a good conversation next week, so join us for that. But uh, what we do on the off weeks is we do a show called Uninhibited, where Josh and I just shoot the shit for an hour. We just talk about whatever comes to our minds. Um, but I actually have something that I wanted to bring up, because Josh, you, you've watched wrestling in the past, right? You used to be into wrestling? Uh, hugely so. I was a big, big fan back in the day, but really hardly, I've not watched any in the past two years, and the year before that, it was very sparingly. So, I've kind of been out of it for the past three years. Um, same here. Uh, maybe, maybe more than three years, for sure. Like, I was really into it in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, during the Attitude Era. Um... I watched it off and on when I was a kid, but, like, really into it during that time. Like, I, I couldn't miss SmackDown or Raw. We paid for pay-per-views at that time and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then from then on out, like, after, like, 2002, 2003, um, I, uh, <laughs> sorry. <so> <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, that, that would, I would have. I would totally do that for crazy headlines, um, but sometimes they're just too goddamn good to not send you. For those of you listening, sometimes I have a game once a month that I play with Greg where I feed him five real headlines and five false ones, but they're all outrageous, and he has to choose which one is which. Uh, spoiler alert, I, just, I suck at it. Uh, you're not the best yet, but this one I couldn't pass up. The headline is teen masturbated 56 straight times before dying of heart attack. And that's why he just started laughing and broke his train of thought. Now back to wrestling. <laughs> it just completely struck me. I was like, I, okay, well that's a, that's a hell of a headline. Um, anyway, hell so, of a day. Yeah, no shit. Uh, so after like 10 times, I'd be like, Fuck this. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a bit much. I think three has been maybe four has been my max when I was a teenager, but as an adult it's like two a week. 
I definitely remember a day when I was 13 one summer and I had the house to myself just making a whole day of just whacking it. <laughs> I lost count of how much I did it, but I know at the, at, at the end of it, I was just like, I don't think there's anything left in there. It's just going to be a little <laughs> at the I, end. So, I, so when I was, yeah, I know, like when I was like fucking 14, I want to say 13 or 14, I was masturbating so much that I tore the skin at the base of my dick. Like full yeah. on tore it. And uh, uh, I've, I've had I've had worse experiences than that, but we'll not get into those unless I'm you want to. Sorry, no, no, we're gonna move on because good gravy, that is not worse than that. Mm-hmm. From just like whacking it. No, 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 not at all. Just worse experiences down there in the junk. Oh, oh, oh! Back oh, oh, at, oh. back in my bachelor days before I met Misty, and even when I had first met her and. I used to keep things down there nice and smooth, let's say. Uh, One day I was in the shower, and I was maintaining, I was mowing the grass, and I sneezed, and I cut my sack. No! And it it started bleeding profusely. No! I was like, all right, this fucking sucks. So in order to avoid this, I decided... The next time when it was due to uh, mow the lawn, so to speak, um, I went out and bought a tube of Nair. God. uh. Now, Nair says, I was looking at the instructions, says, apply to a small test area. I did so. I put it on the back of my wrist. I was like, okay. Took a little one-inch patch square of hair away. I was like, okay, cool. Then I just slathered up down there. <laughs> Dip. <laughs> and then um, after about five minutes, I was like, God damn, this shit's burning like a motherfucker. Was it I said, leave on, leave on for 15 minutes, and I did. It was on fire, though. And then you wash it off with a, a wet, warm washcloth. So, I was removing it, and not only did the hair just magically come out, but the skin attached to that hair did, too. No! I mean, you've seen uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, right? Like the new redone Freddy Krueger? fucking hate the story. My nutsack looked like Freddy Krueger's head, okay? It fucking sucked. It hurt. I had holes in my sack. Almost. But definitely raw, fleshy patches on my sack. Yeah, it sucked. So, then I look at the tube, and it, big, bold letters, after the fact, do not put on genitalia. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. The, most the instructions did. didn't have that until much later. But I didn't I- read that far. <laughs> so the lesson to be learned here is don't put junk on your junk unless it's supposed to specifically designed to go on your junk. Uh, yeah, back to wrestling. Yeah, I was going to say the worst I ever did was accidentally put hi- Icy Hot down there. I've had that happen too. That's not great, but that um, sounds but significantly that better. Was, than- that was part of a prank you know, when we played sports in school. 
Nazi hot in the jock strap was a popular one to pull on guys. Yikes. So. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Good gravy. Back to wrestling. Fuck it. I don't know how we're going to cover the, or, uh, top of that, but here we are. Well, um, I'll find a way. <laughs> so I noticed a, a small trend in wrestling lately. So if you know wrestling well enough at all, you know, A, that it is a stage show, essentially. It's a, a, a somewhat improv stage show. I mean, and outcomes are predetermined. You know, there's so no real competition. I mean, no, no. rankings, that's all superficial stuff to make it exciting. Now, what these performers do, they are absolutely 100% athletes. And, you know... They're part actor, part stuntman, all athlete, and they put their bodies through hell. That ring mat, I mean, underneath that canvas is a very thin layer of foam laying on top of two inches thick of plywood. So, it hurts when you get slammed to the mat. I know. I trained once for a minimal time to uh, be a wrestler in my early 20s. And I said, fuck this. It's not for me. No, it's rough. Um, it's very rough. And all those injuries that happen to these people, they're real. You can't fake gravity. Um, if you, you want know, a really you, good if you want a really good barometer for how bad it can fuck up not only your body but your mind, uh, watch the Mickey Rourke movie, The Wrestler. Oh, my God. That is a perfect... Um, that movie is so good. It's, it's so, so sad, and it's so true what happens to these guys over yeah. the years. And, yep. you know, people have died in the ring. There's oh, yeah. been in-ring accidents. So one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody says, oh, wrestling, that's fake. No, fuck you. It's not fake. It's staged, scripted, athletic entertainment. Yeah. The outcomes, oh, yeah, that's fake. The storylines, that's fake. Uh, but it's just as fake as going to watching time. a goddamn movie. Yeah, exactly. These people put their bodies through hell. Respect the craft. You may not have to like what it is, but you can pay some respect to the people that put their bodies through hell for, you know, money to entertain people. You know, they, it's, anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. I, I just, I, it's, it's. Yeah, I had this long argument with my dad about because he was just like, "I hate it," and I'm like, "Hate is a, is a, such a strong word. You cannot like it all you want, but hate is ridiculous." Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, actually, what I'm about to tell you is why I sparked the conversation with my dad in the first place about wrestling. Okay. I found it incredibly funny that a. So, have you ever heard of the AEW? I don't know what Oh, yeah, is. I'm aware. I'm aware. Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks started up the new AEW All Elite Wrestling promotion. It's uh, being funded uh, financially backed by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, oh, so shit. He's okay. got a lot of money. Um, and Chris Jericho is the current world champion, the first serving world champion of the promotion. Uh, and it is going to be debuting October, f first week of October, next Friday the 4th, I think, on uh, TNT. And also, another little interesting tidbit, the night after Jericho won the title, uh, when he was, um, he left his airport, because he lives in Tampa, he left the airport to go to eat 
and his limo driver took him to um, a steakhouse. I don't remember which one at the time, but he realized he had the wrong luggage, so he sent the limo driver back to get it. And uh, while the limo driver went in to exchange the luggage and get the proper luggage, he left the limo unlocked and somebody stole the title belt out of it at the airport. So oh, shit. That's funny. That was, that was pretty funny. What's great, though, is Jericho, because he's working as a heel now, he cut a heel promo on the police, uh, even ah. though in real life he was, like, thankful that they were able to recover the title belt so fast and everything. But yeah, carry on. AEW new new little prom- promotion that's popped so up. so one of the guys that's wrestling. He's a babyface. He um his character, whether it's part of like who he actually is as a character, or like just part of his own personality spilling into the character, is really into D anD. d He even has a uh, uh, merch that is a a twenty sided die, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy that he's going up against, a heel, goes to Twitter. And not directly calling the guy out, he just takes a picture of him kind of flexing with a Gold's Gym shirt oh, on. Saying, I saw, I've seen this. Yeah. So Yeah, saying, I don't play D&D. And, um, or I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. And the <laughs> number of fucking marks it created kills me. The greatest response to that, though, is, uh, and for, forgive me if I mispronounce his name, uh, Joe Mangianello. Yes. Um, he tweeted a picture of himself on the cover of Flex magazine from a few years ago. He says, I do. <laughs> like, like there's there's a few celebrities responding to it that I have to assume are, uh, like, they know. They know that he's a heel. They know that this is for an act. Um, they, they, they know. They have to know. But there are so many fucking people on Twitter that don't get it. That just don't know that he's a heel. And that every time they respond with, like, this asshole, this piece of shit who thinks he can make fun of, of, of D&D players and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, you guys have fucking hook, line, and sinker falling for this shit. It is unfathomably cool to me that this heel and babyface have created the perfect marketing gimmick for a match that people don't even realize is for a match. They just started looking at this guy's Twitter going like, fuck this guy. He's, he's an asshole. Yada, yada, yada. Like he is, he has utilized the geek aspect of wrestling. They both have to the nth degree. And I'm, I'm like jealous of how well, how effective they have made this, but I'm also fucking losing my mind at how many marks they've made. Like Man, legitimate I wonder, marks. I mean, I'm, I'm sure our friend Handlebar Orion um, is following that tweet closely. So I mentioned this in the in the half empty group because I was like, "Am I the only one seeing this shit? Is this hilarious to me, or is it?" And and, and him and the other guy Remelay, who's a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. um, uh, they both responded to it, and uh, uh, Remelay had no fucking clue what I was talking about at first. He had no idea. Um, it like he responded to it weirdly and then, and then came back like the next day I was like, Oh, I see what you're talking about. And, uh, and I, and I honestly told him, I was like, I give two fucking right, uh, flying rats asses about AEW. I just genuinely don't care. Um, I think it's just really clever that this heel and babyface have created a really, really clever gimmick 
to generate like the 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 anticipation for this match. Um they have they have basically gotten themselves free advertising because of oh, yeah. all these celebrities like tweeting at it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Matt Mercer knows with the comment he made. Um, Matt Mercer being the uh, the the dungeon master for uh, Critical Role, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Also, renowned voice actor. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, his whole tweet was hilarious. Like he was like very positive about it, and then ended it with like. Uh, I think it's Brian Cutler is the guy's name that's going that that's the babyface, but he says in the tweet like uh, um, I'm sure that Brian Cutler could host a game for you after he picks you up off the mat. I was like, oh, <laughs> perfect. Um, and I and I have to believe that Joe Magic and Adlalo. Uh, I'm I have to believe that he knows it's it's an act. I I have to. Oh, I'm sure he does, but I think he was just more throwing it out there that, you know, the guy's like, oh, I don't play D&D because look at my body. He was just more responding to, he's like, oh, look, I do play in D&D and look how much leaner I am and in much better physical shape. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, it's, yeah, I, I, I just feel like there's a lot of people that don't. There's a, a slew of people that don't because I've seen comments of people saying like, you know, oh shit! I responded to this, and I had no idea he was a heel, and yada yada yada. And and to admit, I didn't know either. But I wasn't going to respond or say anything about it until I looked into it a little bit. To, you know, for fear of looking like a fucking idiot or a mark. You know, um, which mm-hmm. is another name for they call those, but I don't remember what it is. Do what now? There's another name for people that fall for the shit as if it's real in wrestling, and I don't. It's it's Mark and something else. No, it's it totally marks. I feel like there's another word. Well, there's another term, the smart marks that think they know everything. Oh yeah, there's the smart marks, yeah. Which would probably be me. <laughs> but no well, no, because a smart mark they can't separate the real from I don't know. It's it's Anyway, let's just say I have a lot of knowledge about the fucking business. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. I, I have a general knowledge about the business because I didn't want to look too... I didn't care to look too deep into it. But um, the stuff that I know is pretty baseline, I feel like. Like, knowing baby face and heel and the term mark and, and bump and all that kind of shit is, like, I feel like baseline, pretty average. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm sure there's a ton of other terminology that I don't know for sure. But uh, yeah, I just, I dude, I just find it so interesting that there were so many people who fell for it. Like so many people. And I, I, I wish I was joking, Josh, but like I consistently saw it for a whole week. Consistently. And I'm just like, that is yeah. nuts. That's nuts that people didn't fucking know or that they didn't look into it. They just responded angrily. And I was like, that's a genius move on their part. So What? Somebody on the internet responding angrily to something without researching it first? <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? Fair enough, Josh. Fair enough. <laughs> the fact that I've been able to make that joke twice already in 27 minutes is fucking gold. Yeah, that's yeah. you're not wrong. Here's the other thing that I find nuts. A 
WWE diva, she tried to take it to the to that level as well. She got pulled over for speeding in Canada, uh, Montreal to be specific. Oh and God, the French Canadians—they they can, uh, you know, you don't you don't mess with uh, French Canadians. Well, in this context, she's American. <laughs> she's there on. Uh, she's there on uh, with the WWE because they were she's, in like. She's still a visitor to the country. True, and the cop was incredibly nice. What she did is she took out her phone and said, I'm going to play this up like my fucking heel character and started being a complete asshole to the cop. Did she let him know ahead of time? No, not at all. That's not a good move. Well, thankfully, she was in Canada (laughs) because they're way too nice up there because he was just like, all right, ma'am. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. You have a nice day now. (laughs) And uh, gave her the ticket still, and she was all pissy about it. And I saw another slew of marks. Another slew. And I was like, how? (laughs) How? Like, all I did was click on her profile, and I saw that she was a fucking heel. Immediately. Like, her fucking top comment is her being a heel in the ring. And I'm like, people, come on. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's like it's like getting it would be like getting mad at 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 Loki for pushing that little girl over in the promo for the Avengers. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I get so, you. That's all I'm getting at. It just it's bizarre as hell to see, but you keep pointing it out like people just overreact a on the internet and b don't do any research before overreacting. Uh-uh. Get the fuck out of here. They don't? Jesus. I'm learning things today. Shut up. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I guess I just try to take steps to not feel like an idiot. And uh, I don't see... No, that's that's a good thing, though. Oh, oh, trust me, I agree. I think more people should do it, but they don't. I think everybody tweet. should do that before they even step outside of their house. What can I do today to not be a total fucking putz? I think, uh, for me, a big like mark of intelligence is knowing that you don't know certain things and that you're willing to learn. Exactly. People are always commenting how I know so much about a lot of things. I was like, yeah, I have a vast breadth of breadth of knowledge on a lot of different things most of it is entertainment industry and nerd related however there's a vast vast, far far more shit in this world that i'm clueless about that you know i would love to be able to say like i wish i knew nuclear physics as well as i know like x-men history and shit like that you know what i'm saying Because X-Men history ain't paying the bills. (laughs) Yeah, It's It's like like these um, actually moments don't fucking, you know, they're not paying rent, man. But you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, So... 
now that we're going to move from that, because I had two things that I wanted to bring up. You did? Okay. Did you notice that uh, today, no. the day, day of recording this, would you let me finish? Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're the worst sometimes. I am. I really am. Uh, the Mario Kart mobile game came out. I did not know. Its microtransactions are in fucking sane. What? A video game have microtransactions? Get the fuck out of here. It's not the microtransactions that bother me because the game is free to play. So I get it. I get that. Yeah. Free to play game. You got to make money off of it. It's, and it's, it, that's not what bothers me in any way, shape, or form. I, I, I totally understand microtransactions, and I'm not against them. I'm not either. But the microtransactions in this game are nuts because a lot of, like, cool content is locked behind paywalls. So, mm. you know how in Mario Kart you have, like, the 50cc, the 150, and then the 200? Yeah. 200cc uh, is locked behind a subscription, a, f- a $5 a month subscription. What? Yeah. And then like to get coins you have to you have to grind the shit out of the game and you can get like to get new characters you have to grind hours upon hours upon hours to get coins to buy them. And um or you can spend actual money and the coins are like stupid fucking expensive. It's like 3 bucks for 10 coins and it costs like 200 to get a character. It's shit like that. Oh, so it's like Pokemon Go levels of expensive. Yeah. Except a lot harder to get shit for free. Ooh. Um, And here's the other thing that sucks, is that the characters themselves, much like regular Mario Kart, have different stats. And some are a little bit more overpowered than others. So it's like, oh, if I if if you aren't lucky to randomly get that character or you don't have the money to shell out, you're going to kind of suck at the game online. So the term that I always hate hearing because 99% of the time it generally is not the case, pay to win when it comes to microtransactions. In this case, it literally is uh, kind of pay to win. Yeah, there's there's aspects that are pay to win. I'll say aspects, not full on pay to win. Um, Because to me, full on pay to win is what, and I always go back to this uh, uh, example, is what uh, Plants vs. Zombies Two was. That was a hundred percent pay to win. Um, Never played it, so I can't speak on that. To get the best plants, you had to buy them straight up. Buy them with actual money. And these, these plants would, like, get you through. Yeah, it's fucking really dumb. Um, uh, 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 Battlefront 2 was very close to that. Um, because you could buy, you know, loot boxes that would have player cards in them. And the player cards would increase your abilities in the game. But after the feedback, didn't they nerf those? And it was just minuscule ability amplification? So I always saw the the cards as minuscule to begin with. I never saw them as major components to the game that would cause a make or break situation. Like, oh, you could have an extra grenade or the, the grenade radius would be like, you know, let's say quarter size and then half dollar size. Like that's about the range difference if I could give an example uh, because I can't show with my hands since we're doing an audio podcast. Um it was little things like that, or like, oh, your gun will have ten more 
bullets in it. Well, I mean, it's lasers, but you get my point. Um, it was little things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But nothing super, super, like, detrimental to the game's quality. Like, you would still be able to play and you could still do really well, even if somebody else had a shit ton of fucking, like, high-end uh, uh, cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people didn't see it that way. They were like, oh, you could just pay a bunch of money and get these cards. Well, they were still random. You you were not guaranteed this shit. Um, and you could earn these these by just playing the game in general, much like with uh, Overwatch. Yeah. With skins. Um, and and that, that's uh, another thing. I mean, loot boxes in general. The whole argument, oh, it's legalized gambling. No, it's fucking not gambling. I'm, I'm, I'm so, ugh, I hate that shit. The other day, uh, the, the UK Parliament put out a thing that said that they looked into loot boxes and microtransactions and stuff like that and had deemed them to be um, gambling. Um, but they deemed wrong because it's not. Well, gambling, should, gambling is putting money towards something and risking not getting anything in return. Right. A loot um, box, you're putting money towards something and you're guaranteed to get something. It may not be what you fucking want, but you're getting something of your dollar equivalent. Right. I, I, as I've pointed out to people hundreds of times, if we're going to call loot boxes uh, uh, gambling, then we need to call card packs you buy at the store of like Pokemon cards or Magic the Gathering. Those are now those, gambling. Those would be uh, gambling. Crane machines would be gambling. Gachapon machines would be gambling. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So, so to call one little thing where you put money in, you get a random item in return, you're getting something in return. Absolutely. Every time. It's not fucking gambling, people. How hard is that to fucking understand? Because people want to see it as, like, they always go back to the kids thing. That it has to do with kids and, oh, it's child gambling. I'm like, all the other shit I listed is also child gambling, just FYI. B, kids don't have credit cards. Like, kids just don't have credit cards. The credit cards that they get are from their fucking parents who don't give a shit. So if a parent suddenly is down $200 because all of a sudden their kid decided to buy a fucking $200 worth of V-Bucks... That's, that's on the not, parents for having their information stored and saved in their fucking phone or whatever app that the kid is using to play with. Exactly. If they don't store their information, that's not going to fucking happen. And that's a parental responsibility. It's not fucking gambling. That's just dumbasses. It's, it's really fucking annoying that people call it gambling. So, on that note... And um, any parent, I'm just going to say... Any parent that does allow their child to buy loot boxes, I have a friend, she does this, but she does it as rewards for the kid doing chores. She has a limit. He wants to buy certain things. She's like, well, in order to get that, you need to do this, 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 and this, and this. It's not just It's also called a fucking allowance. Yeah. It's like a part of his allowance. Yes. Okay. I'll let you get those things, but you have to do these things first. And then she is the one that makes the purchase, like a responsible fucking parent. Everybody that I know that has kids personally has either locks. Yeah, they do that. Like my buddy who lives in Plasterville, he has three kids, and his kids play video games all the time. Mainly 
uh, uh, Robux and um, or sorry, Robux, Ro- Roblox, Roblox, yeah, and and uh, Fortnite. Um, both have microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, they all they all play on their cell phones, and they always ask him, "Can I buy this new game?" And he has to say no all the time because money doesn't fu- like. Well, I mean, I hate to say it because I sound like my goddamn father, but money doesn't grow on trees, and. The fact that there are people out there that want to blame the, the the game studio or the industry as a whole because of that is unfathomable to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 trying to put blame elsewhere because you don't want to take the fucking responsibility or realize that it is somebody else's responsibility. Exactly. It, and it, it drives me fucking nuts, man. And in 99% of cases, all the things that you can get in loot boxes are things that you can earn in the game just by playing the fucking game as it was intended. Yeah. There's no one forcing you to buy these things. It's just (laughs) your impatience. Uh, Now, if it's a limited thing and you have to do something like that is super time consuming and you don't have the time and you really, 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 really fucking want it, yeah, it's made available and you can buy it, and that would make sense, I understand it. But in most instances, don't buy it, just earn it. I would like these people to explain to me. One more thing I was going to say, and I'll let you get into that. Uh, One thing I was going to say, loot loot boxes and these microtransactions are not a bad thing because what it does it provides continuous income to the developers and the studio that puts this game out to make additional content later for the same game that you enjoy playing yeah i was gonna say how do these people that's what i was gonna say is how do these people how how do these people expect these studios to get money to to continuously pay the developers maintaining the game adding new content Mm-hmm. Um, uh, doing patches and stuff to make everything feel a little bit better than how it did. How do you expect these people to get paid? By fucking magic? I mean, the initial sales of a game, if that's all they had to go off of, 90% of the time, probably, I would estimate, they're not even recouping the cost of what it costs to develop the game. Uh, it depends on, on, on the game. For example... Uh, five million copies of Borderlands Three absolutely does. Oh yes, but um, an independent game that costs say ten, fifteen dollars online that sells maybe twenty thousand copies digitally does not. But even or in that a free to play game that doesn't catch on does well, not. Well, it shouldn't. It, it ultimately shouldn't fucking matter if like if Overwatch came out three and a half years ago, and, and it did. <laughs> I'm there, not if. Sorry, because it came out three and a half years ago. If you think that those copies of the game that sold in its first year have been able to pay for the last two and a half years, you're fucking high on something that is not fun. Yeah, yeah. Like like marijuana. You're you're, you're delusional California. because that yeah. capital only goes so far. So by allowing for downloadable content. Uh, that's further developed in order to get that the transactions that are in the game the totally 100% optional not necessary micro transactions most of it's you're cosmetic supporting, shit. exactly most of it has no impact on gameplay uh, it just 
is how it looks. Um, you're supporting the game that you enjoy playing. You're supporting the developers and the company that you enjoy playing. I'm, I'm all for microtransactions because they're not quote unquote pay to play, you know, right. Right. Except in the case of Plants vs. Zombies 2, apparently, if you wanted the best possible shit. Well, but also in that regard, what that's I, what an was, exception to the rule. Right. What, what I, and what I'm, you know, talking about with, with uh, uh, Mario Kart on, on uh, mobile. Like, it's now also in the same vein of, of uh, pay-to-play with the subscription service. Yeah, yeah. What, pay-to-win. Uh, pay-to-win, not pay to not pay to play, but play to win or pay to unlock everything, but you have to subscribe. Well, there was actually, there's one thing that I think is really clever. Uh, something that Fortnite instituted now, now Rocket League's doing it. Uh, 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 Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Jesus Christ, it's doing it where it does a battle pass, where if you spend $10, uh, when the when the season starts, which is usually about every two and a half to three months, um, you get everything. No, 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 no. You get you get the option to unlock more shit. So there's the free battle pass, which is like every three to four levels you unlock a new thing. Um, but if you buy the battle pass, every level gets you a thing. Hmm. Uh, to me, this is really clever. This is only about ten bucks. I don't think I've ever seen it go higher than ten bucks on any platform. Um, and it's again, every three months you, you pay that $10 and you go, okay, cool. Every level I get this cool thing. If I play enough of the game, then I can get all these like sprays and skins and, and, and emotes and all this kind of shit that I like. But again, you, you aren't obligated. (laughs) You really aren't like you don't want it. You don't have to buy it ever. You just play the game. Like, I think that a battle pass is, and it's incredibly clever when it comes to microtransactions because it's so far, like, it's so few in, in how often you have, like, you spend more in probably three months. Like, I see about two movies every three months, three movies, one, like, maybe one movie a month at the theater, and I pay more than $10 to go see that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you know. I'm just... Next week, the Joker's coming out. I want to go see it. Um, it would Next cost week. me. Hmm? Next week. October 4th, isn't it? I thought it came out October 4th. I don't look that up because I swear to God it was already out. Okay, let's look. I'm, I'm doing that. Are yeah, Thursday, about- October 3rd, Friday, October 4th. That's opening weekend. I fucking, for some reason, had it in my mind that it was already out. No, no. Huh. Well then, alright. Fuck me. Jesus. I guess so many people were talking about it in general that I just assumed it was out. I, I, I still need to see it Chapter 2 really bad. I do too. You know, there were a lot of movies that I wanted to go see this summer, but I just... Was not able to do so because of other things I was busy doing. Well, movie movie bloat is a big problem right now. Like, there's too many like blockbuster films coming out to where they lose. Like they 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 just can't keep up. So it's it's an issue. But anyway, that's a different topic. Um, 
Yeah, it's just like you, you pay. There's there's so much you pay more for in video games. Like, I bought a game for forty dollars called Wreckfest that we played for about a week and a fucking half. I spent technically more on that game than I would a battle pass. Yeah. Like I, I it's 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 just so crazy to me that we constantly have this issue with uh, uh people demonizing um microtransactions and loot boxes. Microtransactions and loot boxes because they quote unquote ruin video games that that they're they're ruining this idea that single player games can't exist and I'm just like you are you are not paying attention if you think that. You are legitimately not paying attention if you believe for a second that micro or that that single player games can't exist. Here's the thing, spoiler alert, that's almost all I exclusively play is yeah. single player games with long drawn out campaigns and storylines. And guess what? No microtransactions at all involved in them. Some of them do have like season passes that you can pay up front. So when upcoming downloadable content or DLC it is referred to is released, I have automatic access to it immediately. That's another thing, Josh, that people don't get. If I buy a battle pass or I buy a micro, like any kind of microtransaction for a skin or I pay something within a game and that developer releases new characters new dlc new maps for free how the fuck did you think that those were going to be free in the first place mm-hmm. i just don't get it man i don't fucking get it and it's it, always we a case we, case we really and people are going to get pissed off when they hear us both say this video games don't cost as much as they technically should for all the content that we get and and in in that addition, fucking inflation. Yep. Because we, we look at how much video games cost now versus how much they've cost for the past 10 years and the past 20 years and the past 30 years. The price, in some cases, is lower now than it was then. Nintendo 64 cartridges cost a handful of dollars to fucking make and program but cost $70 brand new most AAA titles are 50 to 60 bucks right now 25 years later but yet as a toy collector and I was talking to you this before the show figures that cost $10 5 years ago cost 20 and 25 now uh high-end figures collectibles that cost 70 dollars five years ago cost 150 now the inflation rate has only increased less than 10 percent in those five years but yet the cost has doubled and more than doubled in a lot of things but yet video games have stayed the same you're absolutely yep. not paying what you should be paying, so quit your fucking bitching about that before the next thing you know, every brand new AAA release title is going to cost $100. The one thing that drives me nuts is that people are so adamant that they want the government to step in and ban loot boxes. And I'm like, 
I hate using the term a slippery slope, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, is that ever a fucking slippery slope. Yep. Um, because that would lead to $100 AAA titles and more. You are, you are opening the door to allow the government to regulate video games. The government that's already saying video games cause violence when every study ever performed and published says the exact opposite, that video games 100% do not cause fucking violence. So just yeah. So so think about what you're fucking asking for and pull your head out of your fucking ass, please. (laughs) We're begging you. Um, But we love you. So so on on to the original topic about the the Mario Kart game. Oh yeah, Um, Mario Kart. This 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 brings up the topic about a case by case basis, which I've talked about time and time again. Is the are the microtransactions? Uh, 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 good or bad, um, and and that's that again individual situation. When it came to Battlefront Two, I admitted the microtransactions were shitty, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but like I still stand by that. Overwatches are great. Um, God, you earn so many fucking free loot boxes. It's insane. My daughter plays Overwatch casually. She plays maybe twice a week. And every PlayStation, she's earning at least one, maybe two loot boxes. So, what's funny is never I think once I think... has she said, "Hey, Dad, can you buy me some loot boxes?" No, because you can fucking earn them, and she does. I all admit I've spent about sixty dollars on loot boxes that over the course of three fucking years. Well, actually, no, it was over the course of like six months. Okay, the first six months the game was out, but that was about it. But spread that out over the past three years. No, I agree. I, I yeah. You're it's twenty dollars exactly. a year. Yeah. It's I pay I pay that much with uh my Nintendo service. Yeah. Um I was gonna say that Fortnite to me is always funny because it has both bad and good microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um and what I mean by that is I love the battle pass. I think that's a very clever system you know, charge people every 10 weeks for $10 and um, they can unlock a bunch of skins as they continuously play the game. Cause it's just based off experience. Yeah. Uh, give them weekly challenges that give them more experience. If they complete the challenge, daily challenges, weekly challenges. It's, it's really, I think it's fucking clever. Um, however, there is a flip side to this that they have microtransactions. Um, they have uh, uh, they have skins and and like and gliders and and sprays and stuff like that. that you can, I don't think sprays actually. I think it's just skins, gliders, and um, emotes that you can buy outright. And skins are like full on twenty dollars, which is ridiculous because if you play long enough, you can earn them. Right. True. True. Uh, however, here's here's the downside to that. Um. You just might want to save up until the skin re-enters the market. Because there are some skins that stay there for a week, and there's some that stay there for a day. Mm. And then they're di- they disappear for a hot minute. So it's not like you can just straight buy, like you can't just save up constantly and get the skin. You have to wait to have the V-Bucks in order to buy it. So nine times out of ten, by the time it comes back, you don't have the V-Bucks unless you fork, fork over the actual human cash. Oh, that's um, unfortunate. 
yeah, it's kind of shitty, and I don't like it, but uh, it is what it is. There's there's an example of not a good microtransaction. But all in one game. Like, they have good and bad in one game. Yeah. Which I find it's fucking interesting. But that's the point. That's the point I make, is that you have to look at every game that has microtransactions on a case-to-case basis. Does it... Are they good? Are they bad? Why are they good? Why are they bad? Um... To signify that all microtransactions or loot boxes are bad is ignorant. It's it's just full on ignorant. And there's no other way to put it. Uh, sorry if that sounds rude. Sorry if that sounds like I'm being condescending, but it, it really is. It's it's showing that you just don't you don't want to pay any extra money for anything, which is fine. But you also aren't willing to understand why. Period. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 frustrating to me. But I found that fascinating that the Mario Kart game. Has some garbage microtransactions. <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking monthly service? Are you kidding me? For a Mario Kart game that uses touch controls where I don't even actually accelerate or brake. What? Jesus, what? really? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I hate to knock mobile gaming because I understand mobile gaming is a huge part of the. Uh, industry now massive i mean it really makes up about 50 percent of the yearly intake in the gaming industry about yeah and what's crazy about 50 percent on that is if if you take 50 percent mobile games that leaves 50 percent for both console and pc which if you separate each console and pc whoo yeah yeah because you have three major consoles and then pc and now you're going to have two major PC platforms in the Epic Store and Steam. Don't forget about Stadia. Oh, and Stadia, yeah, when it launches, yeah. So, between Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, and then you're going to have Google, Valve, yeah. and Epic, all taking that other 50% between the six of them versus... The mobile gaming platforms, look at that. Don't don't discount mobile gaming. It may be simplified and it may not be the best ports, but it's absolutely a moneymaker. I, I genuinely hate it when people say that if you don't play specific games, you're not a gamer. Oh, yeah, I hate person, that. Go, if you're that type of person, go fuck yourself. Seriously. It, just because your mom fucking plays Words with Friends every day... Um, it doesn't mean that she's not a gamer. The The term gamer means someone who plays games. Yeah. Shit. People who played D&D back before video games were a thing called themselves gamers. Yes. Anything that you are playing makes you a gamer. Um, I play tabletop games. Not as often as I would like, but D&D, Pathfinder, I play them. I'm a tabletop gamer. I also play video games. I'm a gamer. And guess what? I have played mobile games. They're more of like, to me, like something to pass the time with while I'm in a waiting room or using the restroom. But totally fucking gaming. You know? Uh, And there are some fun ones out there that are free. There's a shit ton of really fun mobile games that are free yeah yeah um yeah it just it just drives me nuts so like that's that's all i'm that's all i wanted to get out about the microtransaction thing is like 
fucking ease up on on saying it's evil and and really look into it and understand why it exists nowadays versus just going i hate it and and it's bad for the industry like it's 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 not what's bad for the industry is people unwilling to understand that things cost a lot of goddamn money there's a reason why square enix is releasing final fantasy 7 in parts yeah like, it's not just because, oh, they're looking for a cash grab. No. Partially it is because of that, but it's not entirely because of a crash cash grab. So, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring it up, and we got a good conversation out of it. So, Absolutely. But we should wrap this up, because I got to get going here in a minute. Um, yeah, I've got to make some food. It's 4.30 p.m. my time. I'm not eating a bite of anything today, and I... I have medications that I have to take daily that I'm supposed to take with food. So I'm kind of feeling, I need some food. A little little woozy. Um, Well, we'll just wrap this up real quick then, guys. Thank you for joining us Uh, next week. or Yeah, next week we'll be talking about uh, Disenchantment Season 2 and um, the uh, Between Two Ferns movie. Yeah, I yeah. The name of for like a second, even though I had Zach Galifianakis's face in my mind. Um, Links to all of our social media will be in the description. Uh, at least yes. the most important ones that we would love for you to follow: our Discord server, our Facebook page, the uh, Facebook discussion group, and uh, where you can buy cool fucking merchandise. Merchandise uh, featuring us on it. Yeah. Um, guys, and, and those are the places where you're going to be able to contact us if you want us to talk about something in the show or you want to discuss something with us that we talked about in the show, like this topic, you know, the microtransactions topic, for example. Um, but we're also very much so interested in what you guys want to hear us talk about. Uh, and if there is somebody that you know from a different podcast who maybe, I don't know, you think would be a good addition as a guest, let us know. We'll try to get in contact with them, sort of thing. Uh, I don't know who that would be, but that's where you guys come in. Um, that was an improv part. A thought, afterthought there, Josh. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did it hurt? <laughs> a little bit. I think I stubbed my toe. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys. Um, Josh, where can they find you online? Uh, a lot of places. Um, I'm active on Facebook. And my my profile is a public profile, so it's easy to find me. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram handles are linked there. As for podcasts, other than All Queued Up, which publishes every Friday, you can catch me on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on two shows now. Every Friday night on MPSP Theater. And that starts around 9 Eastern time every Friday. And then every other Wednesday on a show we call Figabangin at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And it's a live uh, review show. Uh, And I was just recently added to that. So this week is my second appearance on the show, which is cool. Uh, And then actually, last night, as of the recording, I got to... Uh, appear as a guest on Breaking the Mold, um, uh, Breaking the Mold, another show on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, and we got to sit down and have a discussion with a gentleman named Tim Clark, 
who is a puppet designer and worked on the original Dark Crystal movie and also has uh, created a couple of toy lines from the 80s, uh, such as Sectors uh, and uh, the uh, Boglins. And it was really cool to hear stories of him. You know, he worked with and knew Jim Henson personally. And it was just a really good conversation that we got to have with him. So go and check that out, too. Uh, but that's all the places where I'm at. What about you, Greg? Uh, I am Chub Rock Geek on all social medias. Uh, quite literally, you could even Google Chub Rock Geek and you'll find all my social medias, including like my uh, clip clips from Twitch or uh, my YouTube channel or reviews I did back in the day because I labeled everything with Chub Rock Geek. It's just kind of a, a brand, if you will, at this point. Um, also, uh, uh, I'm trying to find time to do it. It seems like I'm constantly super busy lately. Uh, this last Saturday, I wanted to do a, a Jackbox stream, but by the time it came around time to do it, I was so fucking exhausted. I was like, I don't feel like doing anything but just, like, lying down. So, but I'm I'm trying to schedule some Overwatch, or some, uh, not Overwatch, Jesus Christ, some uh, some Jackbox streams with Josh here. Uh, trying to do them on Saturday nights. Um, so if you want to check that out, follow me on Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Geek. Um... And we could uh, we can have some fun in the future, yeah. Uh, when I'm not stupid busy all the time, and the the party pack six is coming out very fucking soon, so just a few more weeks. Yep, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I really, really am. Especially joke boat. Good lord, that is going to cause for some serious comedy. Nice. Um, both both in terms of us laughing at like really bad jokes or just really solid zingers. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. That excites uh, me. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It really, really is. Uh, other than that, yeah, that's about it at the moment. Um, um, yeah, it's it's. I know I've said this a couple times, but uh, if you have TikTok, follow me on TikTok because I'm gonna start doing like really weird videos with my dad while we're door dashing. Um, I think it'll be fun. Well, that um, that like, sounds interesting, intriguing. Yeah, yeah it'll be. Uh, Fun little things to do with him while we're out there. Um, but yeah, again, Chub Rock Geek on that. Again, anywhere. Literally. Just search for it. Search for it on Google and you'll find it. I guarantee it. Um, but yeah, guys, that's about it. Like I said, next week, Disenchantment and uh, uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I know that we're also we also have uh, we have the next episode planned as well because mm-hmm. there's like two things that come out around that time. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head, but we have them saved. So. We have them ready to go. Yeah, so so we have a lot going on. Um, and again, on the social medias with the regular podcast, if there's a show that you want us to watch that is on an internet streaming platform, it has to be a Netflix original, an Amazon Prime original. A YouTube original, YouTube premium original, or a Amazon, or sorry, Hulu original, um, which at this point Hulu still hasn't given us anything that we cared about. Uh, yeah. You can use all the social media links that we've given you, both personal and for the podcast itself, to recommend things. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely discuss about checking that out. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's going to do it for us here. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. 